happens when you mix two opinionated southern women and a microphone. <laughs> I reckon they're a hell of a time. Oh, that's very funny. Damn. Coming from their home studio straight into your ear hole. Looky here. It's time to sling some shade. Southern shade. I see what you did there. With Liv Matthews and Jay Jansen. Welcome back, our Shea Brigade. This is Liv Matthews. And this is Jay Jansen, and you know the like the chicken fries. Cold beer on a Friday night. Pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio up. Sing it, girl. You know, I don't know country. I, I like chicken fried chicken at Cracker Barrel. My jeans fit just right when they're stretchy. Uh, that's all I got for you. Yeah, girl, I'm tell you what, there ain't nothing better in this world than a pair of jeans that fit just right. Yeah, especially if they're stretchy. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be. Yes. Well, on this episode, I got a massage and a few little things happened. So we'll discuss. We also had a listener write in and told us about their recent date. I I think that we both were horrified. Probably is a good word. Appalled. Oh, yes. Even better. Girl, I was about to load up. I'm ready to take vengeance for them. Yeah. Horrible. And then you had saw something on social media that struck a Cord with us as well. Right. So another date gone wrong. Mm, 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 mm. So I guess we will start with my little massage interaction. What have you done did now? You just about can't take me to any social interaction without something happening. But this lady, she was very, very nice. She ends up to be my lash lady's mother. That's how we were introduced. Oh, shit. It's a family affair. It is a family affair. She was very nice. She did a great job. However, she starts you on your back so that she can do all the front stuff. So she'll, you know, do your head, massage through your hair, do your ears, your shoulders, and then work her way down and then you flip over. She will put in the little headrest and then ask you to scoot up and put your face in the headrest while she does the back body work. Yeah, this is where Rhiannon's work, 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 work comes into play. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm naked except for my underwear and I go to scoot up in here and I'm short. So I finally get my face into you know, the little donut thing that you put your head in. But my boobs are legit hanging off the table, just pendulous breasts just hanging there. This is utterly ridiculous. <laughs> See what you did there. So you've got one free willy on one side and then free willy in reverse on the other side. Yes, they are legit just hanging there. There's no cover. There's no nothing. And I'm trying to be nonchalant about it. You know, kind of pick them up and tuck them a little bit underneath of me. Just the nip. Woo, I'm gonna tell you. You had nip slip like crazy eyes. Yes. I was afraid that she was gonna walk around and she just see these two naked pendulous breasts just hanging there. Just reach around and wicky, wicky, wicky. Yes. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. So note to self. Well, actually, I don't even know how to avoid this next time. Girl, all that was missing is her to pull up a metal bucket. I would have lost it. I would have lost it. It would have been hilarious, but I would also have been very embarrassed as well. Girl, I'd been embarrassed too. I I don't know how you would handle that, but listen here, milkmaid. Ain't no fuckery going on today. (laughs) No, 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 no. That cow don't milk no more. No, no. We're all dried up. We're good to go. Let's go into our listener. He writes in to us. I think we should just read the email at this point so that 
our listeners get the full effect. Definitely. So the email starts, good morning, my beautiful queens. I'm feeling a bit emotional today due to an experience I had last night. I'll start by saying anytime I feel this way, listening to you all makes me feel better. Your gift of laughter is so valuable to me and I truly appreciate you both so much. How freaking sweet is that? That's adorable. So he begins the story with, I went on a blind date last night and to my disappointment, I was, I thought, stood up. In fact, it was a terrible and just mean experience. I haven't felt this way since being bullied in high school. As you both may or may not be aware, I am gay and have been single for about the past 10 years. It has been a choice both for personal and career. So I honestly haven't been on a date in this entire time and really don't go out. Probably too much ID channel. I don't like the internet, dating, and apps. They just seem like meat markets for hookups and I'm not into that. I have pretty much put myself back in the closet, so to speak. Anyways, I have a client who is in a relationship and we have become rather close too. We often do dinner at one another's house or simply go out for cocktails and appetizers. So this is where the blind date was originated and I consented to go out on a limb like what the hell. They are super nice so I figured it would be a way to get myself back out there, if you will. I had no clue what to expect, but it certainly wasn't being misled and made fun of. I went through my regular beautifying ritual, a bath, laugh out loud, but you know what I mean. I wanted to make a good impression, so I agreed to meet said individual at Bonefish Grill for drinks and maybe dinner. I have been shown a picture, so I wasn't going into it totally blind and vice versa. After all, he did agree to meet me also after seeing a picture my friend shared. I arrived a little early to save a spot for him and waited and waited and waited and continued to wait for about 45 minutes. Just as I'm about to leave, figuring I was being stood up or something maybe happened, I paid for my wine and began to walk out when I see the guy I was supposed to be meeting sitting with another man in the dining room. I, of course, walked over and introduced myself where I was met with a scoff and a puzzling reaction. The guy said he had seen me and thought I was ugly, told me I didn't know how unfashionable I was and that I should probably hit the gym and maybe troll there. He said he didn't want to waste his time, so he brought his roommate with him as a wingman, I assume. They literally laughed in my face, mean as fuck. I just walked away and heard them body shaming me. I have never felt so low and ultimately rejected. I got some pretty thick skin because of the bullies in my past, but that just hit me so hard. I just wanted to share this because it's not right to put anyone down, body shame them, or just be mean. I will get over this and move on, but to bring attention to body shaming, it is one of the most hurtful things I have ever experienced. I pray karma is swift to these assholes. I have no clue how to bring this up to my friends. I don't think they know of this characteristic in the guy they set me up with, or really if they know him at all. I'm just blindsided. I know they will ask him how it went. I wonder what he will say if they ask him first. Oh, well, I'm off to the gym. Haha. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to bake a dozen cupcakes and eat them all. Thanks for reading and letting me get this off my chest. I'm a hopeless romantic, and I will continue to look for my Prince Charming in the produce section at Publix, laughing my ass off. Thanks for all the laughs. I love you both. Girl, I was wicked pissed when I read this. I wanted to come through that computer. I want to give him a hug and I want to tell him he is a beautiful soul. This is not his first email that he has sent to us. He has always been kind, generous. And for somebody to be a grown ass adult and to body shame and act like a high schooler, or I'll, I'll be honest, the high school people that I know, they would never like, like, who are these people? All I can say is he dodged a big bullet. Oh, and that's exactly what I told him to because I immediately reached back out to the listener and I was like, bro, that is fucking horrible. First and foremost, I was ready to roll out like Warren G regulators mount up style. 
thought I was coming in hot and I was ready to bust both his balls because that is ridiculous that we are grown people. Look, you've seen a picture, okay? If somebody is not what you expected, I will also say that he is absolutely gorgeous. He really is. We looked him up on social media. He is an attractive guy. I'm not sure what these particular individuals are seeing. Me neither. Look, we're grown ass people. What the right thing would have been to do is if you're not physically attracted to somebody and you're not interested with them, A, get keep on going and just let him live with the illusion that he was ghosted or stood up or whatever. Fine. Those are things that you recover from. But to stay there with your friend and then when they approach you, be a complete and total dick about it. There's so many wrongs here. The adult thing to do would have been to have had a drink with him. Be like, look, I'm only interested in being friends with you. Didn't have to give him any of the reason or the rationale. Didn't have to throw out, hey, go to the gym. None of that. That was uncalled for. And karma one day is going to pull up with her big old bus and I hope give him a dose of his own medicine. I just think that I have not heard of such blatant disregard for somebody's feelings. He is a person. Would you want your family members spoken to like that? The ugliness this person carries is beyond me. You don't try to put out somebody else's flame just to make yours brighter. He did comment back to me and say that his date was absolutely gorgeous. On the outside, maybe. Every one of his actions, like, I don't care how looking you are, like, you are truly ugly. There is a black part where your soul should be. I'm sorry, there is. You're absolutely right. Do not stifle someone else's flame just to make yourself feel better because all that screamed to me is is he's got some severe self-esteem issues himself. Nothing but insecurities. There is a troubled soul in there somewhere. I actually pity him and feel sorry for him. I hope that one day he learns how to be a true man. I really do. Oh, I hope he grows up to be a a true man also because right now he is a stupid little boy. That's all he is, is a stupid, stupid, stupid little boy. You know, I feel badly that our listener had this experience because I would absolutely never. Honestly, if you've still got his number, I would send him the show. I sure would love to tell this young man a thing or 12 about himself. Putting somebody up down is not how you do it, boo-boo. It sure ain't. I think I would just look him straight in the face, like right in the eyes and just be like, I am so disappointed in you. I hope you heal. I really, really do. Well, of course, my first comment was like, he's just mad because his dick's small. Probably. Which I mean, you know, all the insecurity that he just spouted out, that's exactly what it said to me. I'm just like, who hurt you? Oh, I've seen a lot of ugly things. And and there's been a lot of people to say some very ugly things to me. But at the age that I am, and I'm an adult, like, <laughs> I'm over 20 years old. I mean, come on. Well, I'm going to mean girl this. You can't sit with us, sir. <laughs> and, and we wear pink on Thursdays, okay? Yeah, look at me, like, trying to be the grown-up one when I'm usually the one that's like, all like, rawr! And then you're just like, no, I'm going to be the mean girl. <laughs> I mean, I really want to be the mean girl here because every fiber of my being wants to tell this son of a bitch, like, why do you have freaking promote so much hate? Look, in a day and time where that whole community is, what's the words I'm looking for here? Well, I mean, I know that in that community that they do value looks. They call the gym gay church. However, the majority of the people that I've ever met in their community has been so welcoming. Like, you're beautiful, girl. I've just never felt so loved and so appreciated. And they're not even attracted to me. Like, no, I always say the best compliment in the whole wide world is if a gay man tells you you're a beautiful sister, you're beautiful. Yes. Maybe we stereotyped them, but I am beyond. This hurt my soul. 
goal. And I was actually tearful. I know what it feels like to be excited about something and maybe even like worked it up in your head and then for it to be shut down in a heartbeat, not even to mention sitting there alone thinking that you've been stood up and to scan the restaurant and see the one person that you were supposed to meet. But not only is he there, but he's with somebody else. So at first I would have thought that maybe he just came in to meet me and then saw another person that he maybe was interested in. And then they started chatting each other up. That was my first when I was reading this email. I was like, oh, no, he didn't. But then as it went on and I read the rest of the email, I was like, it's even worse. Oh, it was freaking horrible. And I just I really don't know gay, straight, whatever. Like that doesn't need to be in any any kind of situation. Like life is freaking hard enough. It really is without people just constantly trying to dim your shine. I don't know why they think that it makes them shine brighter because it doesn't. Oh my God, like this has to be the worst person in the whole wide world. And I hope that I never stumble across them because again, I think I could tell him a thing or 12 about himself. And But probably what I really need to say is, man, I really do hope they can heal. A mentally sane, healthy person that is things are going good in their life. That hate speech is not the words of somebody who is confident, you know, has love in their heart. This guy is completely damaged. I'm just, I'm beyond words. I really am. It, it makes me want to cry. I got tearful reading the email. I really did because it broke my heart in, in so many ways. Like this beautiful person was treated like a piece of shit for no other reason other than to make someone else get a laugh out of it. I'm assuming. I don't really know what the end game was. And like I said, things are tragic enough out there in just real world life every day for someone to treat another human being like this. I just hope the rest of your life is shit, sir. I really do. If we were in the situation where you brought me along to kind of be the buffer just in case things didn't go well, we see this person being ugly to a waitress or a waiter or if they were, I don't know, mean to an animal or if they're over there like picking their nose and scratching their crotch at the restaurant. Those might be the reasons why we'd be like, oh girl, you can't have this date. Let's just go over here, have a drink and we'll have a snack. I mean, granted, we would have left the restaurant. We would have went somewhere else. But say we did all this and say the person comes up to you and it's just like, hey, you're Jay, right? I think that both of us would be very nice and be like, you know, do you want to sit with us? I'm so sorry. We probably would have even made up a story like, yeah, I just happened to see my friend and I didn't see you sitting over there. But yeah, join us. Absolutely. We would have been super nice. And had I responded in the manner to him being like, hey, what's up? You know, thought we were going out, you know, whatever. You would have put me in my place sitting right there. Oh, I'd be like, no, ma'am, we're not going to do that. I am so sorry, sir. But you would never do that. You would never. Girl, I couldn't bring it upon my... Because you know what? I was bullied as a child. You were bullied as a child. Like, we had some pretty fucking horrific experiences growing up with people. And and not to mention, you know, I probably was a real shit person to some people. As I've grown into adult, the people that I thought that I was incredibly an asshole to in school, I have since apologized to them and been like, I'm not that person. And if I caused you any pain, I'm very, very sorry. That was something I needed to do for me. Right. And hopefully, you know, it made them feel better too. Actually, none of them remembered me being an asshole. They were like, whatever, you were funny. And I was like, oh, I'm serious. I think a couple of times, but uh, <laughs> whatever, good on you and good on you. I'm sorry I was an asshole because I'm not that person anymore. But I mean, we all have those tendencies to be an asshole sometimes, but never, never, never would I pick on someone's appearance. I just, I couldn't bring myself to do that. Like I've had horrible days 
dates in my life where I was the queen of, did you make it through dinner? I really was. I never belittled anybody. I just would be like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work out. And I never gave them any explanation. And maybe that was cruel enough. I didn't subject them to me berating them and being like, this is why it's not going to work out. It just was uncalled for. It it just wasn't needed. It wasn't helping anybody. It could have just sufficed with not for me right now or or whatever it was to buffer it. But that's ridiculous. And it it just, it seems so mean spirited for the simple fact that he just walks over there and she's like, hey, you know, it's it's me and it's you. We were supposed to meet up. How how are you? My name is, but it wasn't like that. It was just automatically, yeah, I saw you and uh, you are not attractive and you need to go to the gym. You know, that outfit is not on point. Like what? Right. Like who does that? Again, just shitty ass person from the top to the bottom. I can't imagine what his whole entire life looks like because if you're spewing that much negativity out into this big old world of ours, I'm sure it's coming right back just as hard as it can. Right. Thing is, is that everything that he mentioned that was a problem is subjective. Right. He can change every single one of those things. He can dress a different way. He can actually go to the gym. I mean, like everything, you can change that. But you know what you can't change? That ugly heart that you have. Yeah, you can't fix ugly on the inside. Mm -mm. So we wish you luck, but I hope the karma train hits your ass right down the middle, darling. I really do. I hope she fucks your whole world all the way up because you deserve it. And as for our listener, I want him to keep his head held high. He is going to find somebody that loves him for him. I mean, I really think that he dodged a bullet here. Who would have wanted to be with such a, a butterfly? You know, everybody loves butterflies and I do not because they're beautiful on the outside. But when you flip them over, they're all like, man, they're ugly and they look like they're going to bite your head off. That's how I feel about this guy. You want to bite his head off? Well, he looks like he'd bite your head off. But all you got to do is flick him real hard. And he's yep. dead. Dead. Now you've done killing people off on the show. This is not an No, I'm just kidding. I know. I was like, we turned into real mean girls. Look at us. Well, here's the thing. Don't mess with my friends. Don't mess with my family. And don't mess with our listeners because I do freaking consider them our friends. Yes. Everyone who's reached out to us has been absolutely lovely. Um, Just beautiful souls. And this individual is definitely a bright shining light. And I hope that you keep shining bright, baby, because you could light up the night sky right now. Big hugs from Liv and Jay, 100%. So as if that date wasn't bad enough, girl, let me tell you about the one I've seen on social media. Oh, okay, go ahead. Anything that I hear on social media, I automatically know is either going to be adorable and make me cry or it's going to be horrible. Well, this is freaking horrible. So I'm scrolling through TikTok and typically I don't listen to the confession stories or whatever, but this one like reeled me in. She's like, I told the story three minutes before, but I'm going to try to shrink it down because, you know, people just kind of scroll away, which is often what I do. Mm-hmm. So she says she hooked up with a guy on Hinge. Lovely communication back and forth. Things were flowing. They agreed to meet, go out on the date. He freaking slays the date. She had the best time. They have great chemistry. So the guy says for our next date, I want to cook for you. That's yeah. amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Like that's what for them to reach out and be like, I'm I'm going to cook for you. Like, let me do this for you. So the girl goes over to his home for the second date. He cooks for her. They have a lovely, lovely evening once more. She goes back to her house and then becomes violently ill, violently ill to the point where she can't stop throwing up. It's coming out both ends. She thinks that she has food poisoning and goes to the hospital. Okay. I would have thought the same, that it was probably a little food poisoning and, ooh, 
you know, <laughs> please don't cook for me anymore. But I mean, that is something that you could have got over, right? Yeah, I mean, I would think so. I mean, usually it takes a few hours for it to kind of set in. Did it divulge if this is like immediate? Was it she got home a little later and then it happened or what? So she got home a little later, went to bed, went to sleep, woke up in the middle of the night, violently throw like cannot stop throwing up. By the next morning, she can't, she can't stop. So she goes to the ER and they run their tests or whatever and end up having to do scans. Like she's violently throwing up to the point where Finnegan and stuff like that is, is not being effective. Right. I will say that a lot of people think that Finnegan, Zofran, all those things that they will keep you from vomiting. They in fact do not. If your body needs to vomit, it will. It just takes away the nausea feeling, which is usually just enough to keep you from vomiting. But clearly this lady had a bug or something and she is just violently retching. Turned out not to be a bug. So after they ran some tests, the doctor comes back into her room and he said, this is going to be a really weird question, but have you consumed human meat? So somehow after that whole thing, the cops get involved. This dude was not a real person. He was renting an Airbnb. His sole purpose was to cook another human being some human meat. I mean, A, I want to know, how did they even know that it was human meat? That That's a very, I don't even know what test that would be. However, I saw an episode of Criminal Minds and this guy would kill people and then he would volunteer to cook like chili or something like that for all the volunteers that were looking for the individual that had been lost. They found out that they were in fact eating the person they had been looking for the whole time. That's what this reminds me of. Well, yeah, that and freaking Whistle Stop Cafe and everybody just loved their barbecue. That fried green tomatoes happens to be one of my favorite movies. Tawanda! Oh, this is like horrible. I, it makes you not want to trust anybody's cooking, I tell you that. No, when somebody says, look, by day two, if a guy says he wants to cook for you, ladies, just don't do it. You might be eating some ass for real. Yeah, it's just, it's confusing to me. Did he not store the meat properly? Because just eating human meat by itself won't just make you sick. I just wondered, like, maybe he had had this for a while and he just really needed to get rid of it. Girl, there's so many wrongs here, too. I don't even know if that story ends up being it true, but I'm just saying some shit like that would really fucking go down. Like, you see people all the time, even on shows, but like, I mean, if you read in the freaking news, Jeffrey Dahmer, people are really being cannibalistic and trying to, I guess, recruit motherfuckers. Yeah, and then get their rocks off just seeing you eat it. Could you imagine just a smile on his face and be like, oh my goodness, do you love it? And he'd be like, oh yes, it's good, Roy. This is great. And he's all like, with like a boner. Ew. I'm just saying, I feel like he's getting his rocks off just knowing that she is eating human meat. I think that definitely is what went into play with this. Like, whatever that is, was definitely like his trigger. You know what I'm saying? To being a fucking psycho. Oh, so he's like beaten off to just memories of her eating his chili. Yeah, eating his meat for real. Oh, yeah. For real skis. What would you do if you found out that in fact, the meal that you had yesterday that Finn cooked you was your neighbor? I would be appalled. I 
would definitely not like to consume someone that I know or someone that I don't know. Anything that had like an actual face and could communicate with me like I'm communicating with you, like I want to eat it. Yeah. But let's go a little further. It's Finn. You love Finn. You do anything for Finn. So even though there's some trust that was broken there with him feeding you human meat. Finn ain't going to feed me the neighbor. Okay. No, I'm just saying, of course he's not. He's not a freaking psycho. But just for argument's sake, if he did this and he said, babe, I'm so sorry that you kind of found out about it, but it's really just my fetish. I really like to see you consume Roy down the street. It's time for me to ease on down, ease on down the road. You're telling me that you would leave Finn for his fetish? If it was consuming human, yes. (laughs) First and foremost, he probably killed said neighbor. That's not cool, sis. Yeah. I mean, I probably feel the same way. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. Well, the devil needs to advocate on on this one (laughs) because, look, Finn would leave me too if I fed him the neighbor. You know what? We should ask him. We should totally ask him if, I don't know, accidentally killed somebody, but you needed to get rid of the body and, you know, it kind of turns you on a little bit to think about feeding the said body to me. Yeah, see, that's my brain don't work that way. First and foremost, if I, I'm not accidentally out here killing people. Um, secondly, I probably own up to my mistake. Third of all, I'm definitely not going to be like, you know, it'd be really good right now if you had you a junior sandwich. Yeah, a junior sandwich. Yeah, I didn't tell you it was a guy named Junior. <laughs> It may be. You're like, them junior cheeseburgers at Wendy's are amazing. They are. I swear to God, they are. But no, I actually meant junior. Oh, that, uh, yeah. That, that's a whole lot. So now, from now on, every time you cook me a meal, I'm going to be like, is this your mom? <laughs> Is this your neighbor? Is this Does anybody it taste you know? Salty? Like that it may be my mom. <laughs> like, I'm gonna need you to call her on the phone right now before I eat this meal. And that'd be funny. And if I'd already worked up this whole conversation, Liv, honey, what'd you do with the bottom of my leg that uh, the doctor cut off the other day? And then I just look at Jay and just smile and say, hmm. I don't know, that stew sure was good, wasn't it, Mama? It sure was. <laughs> Well, this has went 40 different fucking ways of hell. Oh, yeah. We went down that rabbit hole and uh, we need to crawl back on out. Yes, Lord. Look, y'all, share us with your friends, but don't share us with your friends, okay? Just get them to listen to the show. That's all we really care about. You don't have to, like, feed us to them. But you can write us and tell us about you feeding it to them. <laughs> Our email address is southernshadepodcast at gmail.com. And our website is Southern Shade with Liv and J. Dot com. Y'all come back now. You hear? You've been listening to the Southern Shade Podcast with Liv and Jay. Oh, bless their heart. You're not mashing the right button.